it is time for us to hear about the people who moved their businesses forward. So um, here we go. Darren Ashby, are you with us? Hey! Hi, can you hear me? <laughs> I'm trying to click buttons here and get things going. All right, take it away, Darren. All right, good morning, coaches. Thanks, Andy, by the way. Um, let's jump right in with our new diamonds. We had a really great uh, group of advancements this week, so pretty excited about that. So here we go with our newest diamond coaches. Congratulations. On top of that list, Amy Allen, Doreen Arduini, Angela Bar uh, Baratko, Carrie Briscoe, Braden Burton, Lindsay Fangman, Jamie Glassman, Constance uh, Grork, <laughs> tough names, Brittany Groff, Stephanie Hay. From Canada, Lauren Keller, Heather Marin, Danica Mercado. From Canada, Joni Metho, Scott Miller, Jamie Newman, Stephanie Pollard, Courtney Rowe. From Canada, Julie Sigois, Shelby Smith, Alex Ulbrick. Morgan Van, Dustin Wirt, and Michael White. Congratulations, guys. Great group of diamonds. Now on to the new star diamonds for the week. And in a secondary CBC and our pre-call contest winner, Nicolette Anderson, Amber Costello, Tara Davis. In a secondary CBC, Taylor Jensen, Kylie Lippman, Christy Sweet, Nicole Veneer, Lindsay Weiser, and Jordan Young. Good job, guys. Those were our new star diamond coaches. Our newest two-star diamond this week, congratulations to Devin Aquaviva and in the secondary CBC, Christina Battaglia. Now, our newest three-star diamond this week, that would be none other than Jolie McLeod. Way to go, Jolie. New six-star diamonds this week, we have three of them. Congratulations to Melissa Brewer, Jennifer Delvo, and in the secondary CBC, Christina Solons. All right, that's it for ranks this week. Now on the top success club point earners for the week. And on top of that list, we have none other than Amy Silverman, Angie Belmar, Ashley Molstad, Ashley Smith, and Lizette McGuire. All right, coaches, that's another week of advancements. Way to go. Congratulations to everyone. Keep up the great work, and don't forget to make it a fantastic week. Thank you, Darren. That's exciting news. And hey, remember, today is Complain Free Monday. So if you're feeling like your diet wasn't that great over this weekend, uh, today is Monday and no complaints today. But I've got three important announcements for the week to get you focused on what you need to focus on. So let's go with announcements. Let's go with the slides. Uh, number one is the February Challenge Pack and Completion Program. Let me do that. What a great offer this month. It's $10 off the entire challenge pack and completion pack catalog retailing uh, $160 or above. So we've got at least 45 challenge packs, including some of our newest 80 day obsession products. You want more information on this month's promotion? FAQ 1333. Number two announcement for the week is new deluxe and mega packs available on teambeachbody.com. These are included in the February 10, $10 off challenge pack promotion. All you have to do is visit the news section in the coach office for more information. And last but not least, the third announcement that you need for the week, it is week three of Team Cup. There is a lot happening on the Champions Facebook page. Uh, you get best practices and tips from top coaches, and the coach development team is helping you nail this month. 
So remember, coaches who are registered for Summit receive access to Carl Deichler's Success Club System 1x3x5 Facebook group, which is a great resource to help you get the most out of Team Cup. So make sure that you register a very small price to pay to be in that very exclusive group. Also, he's sending out a hard copy of this book right here, High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard to coaches who participate in Team Cup and um, uh, are a member of the Success Club system. And you've sold a challenge pack to two new people uh, as of today, the 12th. So that is it for all the announcements and the fun recognition. I hope you all have a great Monday. Now I'd like to introduce your host for today, Jeff Hill. Sandy, I love it. Most people don't see you when you drop into that deep resonance, <laughs> you know, and how you pull it all together. Hey, but, you're uh, one of those five men at the NLC. Hey, <laughs> hey, listen, let me tell you what. There were, I don't know how many there were, but it was great to have them there. One of the highlights of the NLC was when uh, we had Joel from the UK talk about his story and what Beachbody meant to him and how his life has been changed. So let's make no mistake on this. Yes, we were predominantly women there. And it, like you said, powerful we? women. <laughs> We've got some powerful men there too, and this business is every bit as much for them. So yes, um, it is. All right, take it what? away, Jeff. All right, thank you. And <laughs> you know, it absolutely was a powerful NLC, one of my favorite events. We did have over 500 people there, and you may say, "Okay, Jeff, that's gone this past weekend. It's over." But here's what I'd be saying to you, coaches: is right now is when you're preparing for that event for next year, and it really is uh, seriously an incredibly powerful event. We had Melanie Mitchell, Kim Fitzpatrick, Bonnie Engel, and a host of others training on the essence of this business. And uh, talk to any of them, man, it, I really do believe it was worth the investment they made. And of course, now the work, the work starts, starts. But um, it was so cool to see so many people that we had moms, moms with babies, moms with strollers. We have people there that are literally overcoming struggles in their life and life's interruptions that are so amazing. And we're going to talk a little bit about that um, today with, with, our, um, with our coach, Ashley Smith. So let's jump in. Let's get her introduced and jump into her content. Uh, she really is a remarkable coach. She's been in the business just over three years. And what makes that significant is each of those three years, full years, she has been an elite coach. So as they say, success leaves clues. She must be doing something right, and some of the things she leaves for you today should help you immensely. Um, not only was she a, is she a three-time elite coach, she is a two-time elite 10 coach. So some of the most incredible businesses um, out there. She's a 10-star diamond coach. I'm looking at some notes here. Success Club 10, 59 months, uh, successive, successive months in Success Club. Uh, she has... This is, I think, a powerful stat as well. 27 coaches that have advanced in her business in the last 90 days. What does that mean is this, coaches. This is a business of acquisition. It's a business of retention, but it's also a business of, of duplication. And those 27 coaches that she is working with and influencing means she's duplicating this business. So pretty great. So let's, let's see her face and let's jump in with our 10 star elite 10 coach, Ashley Smith from Kennesaw, Georgia. Hey, Ashley, Jeff, thank you. I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? 
I can hear you. I can see you. You look great. You sound great. Well, welcome to the National Wake Up Call, and congratulations on all the stuff you've done. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty amazing. And, I, and, and really, as we jump into this, I, it did dawn on me as I was looking at some of your statistics that um, you joined in November of 2014. So that does mean all three full years that you've been a coach, you set a goal for elite and you were able to achieve that lofty goal. Not always easy, right? <laughs> Correct. Not uh, easy at all. <laughs> yeah. So let's, so let's just talk about that a little bit because um, I know there's a story of what you've done and what you've overcome in that. But quickly, just how you were introduced as a coach and then let's just jump into to, to some of this, um, what you've been doing. Yeah, so I became a coach, like Jeff said, um, in November of 2014, and I was a teacher, a full-time teacher, and I was just kind of looking for something more. Um, I was not seeing results in the fitness stuff that I was doing previously, and so I was searching for just some kind of community to join. I was searching for some consistency. And that's when Beachbody kind of fell into my lap. I had been invited to the coaching opportunity multiple times and said no multiple times. And then for some reason, um, I said yes to a sneak peek. I watched some videos, found myself crying, totally relating to these women, seeing themselves, you know, leaving jobs and being home with their kids because I, that's what I wanted to. So I quickly jumped in, joined a challenge group. Um, after a whole lot of research with my husband, we decided to kind of move forward with the business opportunity. And from there, I kind of just took it and ran with it. Um, after just a couple months, really getting on my own journey and seeing a lot of results and seeing how important that community was, I started to really realize that this could become a business if I really gave it my all. And so, you know, the next month we would find out that we were pregnant with our first child and that became a really huge driving force behind why I worked so hard that first year to really bring myself home um, and be a full-time coach and be with my kids and the rest is kind of history. So that's kind of how I got started with, with Beachbody. I didn't know anything about Beachbody. didn't know anything. I didn't even know there was coaching. I didn't know there was anything but insanity um, and Shanti out there. And so I started with a program called Pio, started drinking Shakeology that very first day as well. And I've been a lifer ever since. So you talked about, I'm going to just see if I can unmute myself for a minute, not that you need to see me, but yeah. you, know, you talked about getting to that first year and then you talked about running and just kind of ran with it. You know, so you've got your first year, but then as you look at your second, third year, what made this last year even more challenging <laughs> than the years before? Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of people that will say, you know, it's your business takes a crumble when you get pregnant and, you know, all those kinds of things. Or I can't be a coach because I'm pregnant. And I am the walking proof that that is not the case because I have been either pregnant or bringing babies into this world since I've pretty much been a coach. So, you know, the last two years have been a huge change of pace for myself, you know, Two years ago, we had a lot of just family stuff go on. And then into this last year, I would say that this last year has definitely been, 2017 was definitely my hardest year um, in the business and just personally. You know, I, we, I had our daughter, Skylar, our second child in May, which was kind of in the middle. You know, we did not go on the top 10 trip last year. We, I was postpartum for all the big trips this year. And so it was just, it was a lot emotionally for me dealing with a little bit of postpartum depression and just 
trying to figure out who I was in the midst of being a new mom of now two kids, which going from one child to two children is like so much. I don't even know, but I can't imagine having any more than that. Jeff, I'm sure you could speak to that, but um, having just two was a, that was a big change for me. So emotionally, that was a lot of just stuff that I was going through, which made it really hard. Um, on top of that, you know, I, we had some family stuff go on. My, my parents announced their divorce and my dad got remarried within just a couple weeks of that being, um, you know, solidified. And so it was a big emotional year and a lot of things for me to just try to compartmentalize and get through while still trying to chase the goal that I had for my team, which was ultimately to become a top 10 team for the second time. Um, and also just to keep my coaches believing in themselves, you know, to keep us moving forward. And for me to really, you know, you guys saw the title of this national wake up call, but for me to really continue to find the joy in what I was doing as a coach and not let all this outside stuff kind of get, get in the way of that because it's so easy to let life do that. So this year was definitely my most emotional year. The one that I had to really overcome a lot of stuff to get to where I am and to, to really continue to see that positive force and to, to, to grow myself and to grow my team and, and, you know, move forward. So there was a lot of things there that, you know, that, <laughs> that, you, that you talked about, but from the standpoint of um, not quitting in this moment. Yeah. I mean, you know, it'd be easy to say, okay, I need to pause life for a little bit. I need to, I need to start, you know, just seriously take a break to, to get my feet underneath me, which is probably very, very fair. Uh, but you had some goals if it, and all the new coaches, any coach sitting on this call is life's going to interrupt their life, right? Stuff, mm -hmm. stuff comes unexpected and unexpected, unexpected. How did you maintain, how did you keep your rudder in the water, so to speak, uh, emotionally and from a business standpoint? Because obviously you were able to do both. May not have seemed like it at the time, but you were able to do both. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely was not easy. There's definitely a lot of the year where I felt like I would tell my husband, I'm like, I feel like I'm a hamster on a hamster wheel, like just constantly trying to kind of keep up and just you know, keep my head above water. And I would tell some of my leaders that, you know, my, my good friends in the business, but honestly, you know, for me, there's a couple things about why I have not quit in the midst of a lot of stuff that's happened, both family wise and just personal life in the last couple years. And one of those things is that it's, I always try to remind myself that it's not about me. Um, and what I mean by that is that, you know, I started this business with a why, which we all have, you know, you have a reason why you start the business. And for me, that early why was very much about getting, um, you know, leaving my teaching job and hoping to create a full-time income and stay home with my kids. And that's, that has definitely progressed over the course of these last four years. And that has been the reality. But aside from that, why I've always shared with my coaches and really remembered myself to have a mission behind that. And what I mean by that is that I always have this, this overwhelming sense of just pride in the fact that I have something amazing to share and that there is a whole, there's a whole world out there of, for me, my network is very much women, but there's a whole world, a whole community of people that need this experience, that need to feel the same things that I have felt from coaching, you know, with all the different things that coaching has brought into my life, just the personal development and the community, the, the challenge group aspect of having a place to check in and hold myself accountable and see results and feel good from the inside out. You know, it's not about me in the moments where I'm struggling. I have to constantly think about those other people. And for me, that was a huge driving force behind 
why I didn't quit when it got hard because it's easy to quit on myself, but it's not easy to quit on those other people who deserve to have the same experience and the same um, type of relief from life that I was experiencing through all the things that, you know, I was doing as a coach. But aside from that, you know, of course, the obvious personal development, every time I would feel down or feel like I was just drowning, you know, I would read my personal development and I would read something that would really meet me where I was at, you know, a big a book that I read a lot, a couple times over the last year was grace, not perfection. And for me, I'm like, I'm such a type A, I like to have everything perfect. But that's just not the reality when life is kind of crazy and all up in the air and you're emotional and life is emotional. That's just not perfection is not real. Um, and so, you know, looking to a lot of personal development and reading devotions and spending time in, in the Bible and things that were important to me were stuff that that's kind of what helped keep me grounded and helped me remember Again, my true mission at heart was to inspire and empower more women to have belief in themselves and to feel amazing living a happy and healthy life. And so I constantly reminded myself of that too through all the things that I was learning with personal development. And lastly, you know, I always remember too all of just the little victories. It's amazing how just that one message from a coach or that one message from a challenger or that one picture of how good they feel can just completely reignite your reason why you're here and remind you, you know what, if I were to quit today, think about all these people that I would be letting down. Think about all these people who would never, who, who may never hear about either the coaching opportunity or a way to bring home an income for their family or a way to lose weight or to end their trend of loneliness. You know, there's so many things that reminded me of what was important that I was doing and that if I were to quit, just because life was hard that those people would miss out on. So it was those little messages from, you know, coaches getting their first paychecks to getting to buy dinner for their kids, you know, while their husbands are deployed. I mean, just so many different little, little moments of um, just reminders why, you know, I chose to continue to find that joy and chose to continue to find that consistency and, and continue to show up. You know, I had people, I had people counting on me, whether I knew it or not yet. So those are, all of those pieces are important. I think from the standpoint of personal development, uh, certainly it's, it's interesting to me, you know, we, we tend to have personal development that's now ingrained in our culture, but it's also amazing to me how many people um, run into that as they start to describe their journey into this business that they go, eh, you know, <laughs> we talk about we don't do it, but, but it seems like there's always a turning point when people start to uh, invest in personal development because they start to realize there is something more there. I can grow. They start to see more in themselves. They start to see more in others. And that is a mindset. Um, I mean, man, that's the gas in the, you know, in the, in the vehicle, you know, type of a thing. Yeah, it's so true. You know, every time I would start to feel like I just couldn't handle anymore, like I just can't do this, and I would read personal development or I'd read something that would inspire me or a quote. It's just kind of funny how if you choose to use this business as an avenue to kind of, not to say therapy, but as a way to just kind of express your feelings and, and just kind of get them out there. For me, it's been really therapeutic. And so it's like, it was like teaching myself, you know, I was, I was learning something. I was just kind of tossing it back out there as a way to kind of like, make myself believe it, you know? And so, and it's kind of cool how that works, you know, when you start really diving into personal development and letting it kind of bless your life and just, just putting it out there, who cares if they want it or not, you know, it really does actually help you to believe it. Cause it's like you're teaching yourself, which also, you know, bleeds into other people. Okay. So here's, here's the hard part. Now I think we <laughs> we're talking about, you know, life's interruptions coming to coming to us. 
um, you know, we talk about, okay, kind of fueling your pump, uh, fueling your engine, you know, with, with personal development. Um, and you talk about some of the pieces of recognizing other, remembering others, and, uh, you know, whether it's their first win or, uh, you know, those kinds of things. But keeping true to your business as well, keeping consistent in your business as all of this stuff, the dust of life is kicking up on you. Share what pieces did you, you were unwavering on to keep your business going and not just, I mean, we can say, yeah, I was constant. I was consistent, but share, what did that look like? What were they and what did that really look like? Yeah, absolutely. And this is like the true test, you know, when life gets hard, you have to really make a conscious decision. Are you going to let it crumble you or are you going to come out victorious? And that doesn't mean like, hear me, that does not mean being perfect by any means. That means being totally imperfectly <laughs> perfect and, and messing up and, and, and owning it, but just sharing, you know, it's, I get a lot of questions about that too, but how do you even share about anything when you feel like you're just drowning, when you feel like life is so overwhelming? And I always just tell them like, be real, you know, let people see that struggle, let people see that, that hurt or that bad day but we have an amazing opportunity to put that silver lining on what you have to share and again that's not being perfect or stretching the truth or anything but it really is true if you are diving into the consistent things that I'll talk about in just a second and you're doing personal development you're always gonna gonna constantly be growing your heart and growing yourself and you're gonna think of ways that you can actually be like this is the really sucky day that I just had, but check out this one little thing that was actually joyful about it or that I actually learned about it. And that's something super cool. But okay, in the way of consistency. So over the last, gosh, couple years, but really last year, um, as far as being consistent, you know, that looks like a lot of things. But if we're going to get technical with it, I was extremely consistent in my daily behaviors. Now, I like to say that I have a schedule, um, but again, life is crazy when you have a newborn and a kid under two, you know, it's just going to be a little bit crazy. But on my, on my good days, when I was extremely consistent, that looked like getting up before my kids woke up, I would do my personal development, I would have my time with Jesus, and I would have my coffee, and then I would do my workout, and I would press play on my workout. One of the first things that I see go when I have coaches who get drowned out by life is they stop working out. And guess what happens? They feel really crummy about themselves on top of losing the community and losing all of the other stuff that comes with coaching that you leave behind when you kind of alienate yourself from that culture. So I got really consistent with my with my fitness journey. And it just so happens that during the course of this last year for three and a half, four months, I was in the test group for 80 day obsession. And that was a really powerful um, experience. So that was one during one of the hardest times for me. I was two months postpartum, extremely emotional. My parents were going through a divorce and it was extremely messy and I was emotional and in the middle. Um, and so I remember just clinging to my workouts and that was my time. I would cry it out. I would you know, cuss and punch the floor and get so mad during those workouts, but it was consistency. And I never did not show up for that time to, to work on my journey because that I am the walking billboard for my business, right? So consistency definitely starts with you. And it starts with you doing all the things that you need to do that you're going to be asking other people to do when they join you on your team or join you in your accountability groups. So I really focused on my own fitness journey 
And then in the way of business tasks, you know, I still did my power hours and that for me now I work at home and it's, you know, I have a little bit more time than that. You know, I, I work way more than just an hour a day. Um, you know, sometimes it's a full hour or two by myself to actually focus. And sometimes it is in pockets of time still around my kids schedule, but nevertheless, I never stopped inviting people to the business. I never stopped following up with, you know, completely clearing out my inbox every single day of follow-ups from people who were asking me about what I was doing. I always was consistent with my Insta stories and posting on Instagram and Facebook and on my like page. And that may seem like a lot, but for me, I really plugged into my journey and my story. And again, when I felt like I didn't have anything to share, I would literally think about what I was feeling like in that moment. And I would share it. And naturally, as I was starting to share, it would be like, all of a sudden I would have this like little moment. I'd be like, Oh, but this is how I can share how I'm getting through this. And that was really inspiring. And it brought in a lot of traction and people into my business who just needed to know that they weren't alone, you know, needed to know that they didn't have to be this perfect Instagram person that got through life perfectly. You know, they liked knowing they were relating with somebody who was very just real and honest. Um, so I did my power hours every day, constantly inviting, constantly following up. You know, I hosted a challenge group every single month, always a free group every month, always a sneak peek into coaching every single month, always a full challenge group. Sometimes I would run to, um, you know, and it's really funny because over the course of this last year, you know, those, those six months that were really super hard for me were some of the months that I actually earned the highest success club points and brought in the most coaches to the business and the most challengers into the business. And I really do think that's testament to two things. So one, being extremely consistent and two, leading with my story and being honest and being relatable in what I was going through and just really sharing that raw and real. Um, you know, and one of the things that when I was kind of talking about just answering some of these questions today, I was, I remember my mentor, Craig, he's always told, he told us this analogy back when he spoke on a retreat for me a couple years ago. And it's always stuck in my head as a reminder of why I will continually choose to be consistent. And he gave us this image of a water well, you know, like an old school water well, where you have to like, you know, pump it to get the water out. And he's like, that's kind of like your coaching journey. You know, if you are consistent and just, even if it's slow, consistently, slowly pumping that water well, there's going to be a steady stream of water. It's just, it's just the reality. It's going to keep coming out. But when you start to pull back and you start to slow down and before you know it, there's a couple days where you don't post or share. There's a couple days where you don't add friends. And then all of a sudden you're not doing a power hour and you start backing up and backing up and backing up and letting life just kind of just stomp on you. When that happens, then all of a sudden when that moment comes, when you're like, oh, I realize why I have not, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling good about myself. I've lost my confidence. My, I'm off my game with my fitness. You know, when you start losing, forgetting all that stuff, then you go back to the well and you start trying to pump it again, right? And it takes quite a while to get that water to start spilling out again. And I've always remembered that image in my mind every time I wanted to not work, every time I wanted to not send invites, every time I've wanted to be like, this is just a bad month. I'm just not going to host a challenge group. Every time I would feel that way, I really would think of that image of a water well and be like, I do not want that stream to stop. <laughs> so that was something that I would always remember too. And maybe that'll help you too. When you ever get to a point like that in your life and in your business, it's kind of a decision point, you know, 
So that was what I did to be really consistent. I still did every single thing to move my business forward. And I still brought in people every single month. That is one of the best ways to keep that energy and keep that joy going in your business is to keep bringing in new people. New people bring in new life and they bring in new energy to your team and they remind you of why you started in the first place. But you can't do that unless you do all the daily things behind the scenes like inviting and following up and hosting groups and sharing your journey and being there and showing up every single day. Well, first off, that Craig, Craig Collier, what a wise man. Right? It stuck with me. I still remember. I'm like exactly where we were in my basement at my hosting my retreat. I remember when he said that. I just love it. Well, we call him the water pumper here. You know, he is like, you know, the, the, witcher, the witcher of the well. No, but serious, that is a great analogy. Uh, interesting. This is a little bit of a side and, and we'll keep moving here. But um, at... NLC, Carl shared with Kim Carver these findings of these, what we call the 3,800, these 4,000 coaches that had increased this last year. And we tried to, we did this deep dive on best practices and what, and what they learned. And, and honestly, if you're, not in the, if you're not in the one by three by five group, this is a shameless plug for that, but it means you have to be registered for Summit. And even if you're not going to Summit, which is crazy in and of itself, um, the value of buying a Summit ticket to get the content that's going to be there is worthwhile. But interestingly, and then there's a much deeper dive here. What you just shared was this backbone of what people were doing to be consistent uh, and growing in their business. And um, youth kind of threw them out there, but I hope they weren't lost on people. And, and they, in essence, basically, everybody was running a sneak peek. Everybody was running a challenge group. Everyone was running a free group. And they were attracting people every day. They were connecting with them, following up and inviting them to these groups. And they were running their own fitness program and staying consistent with that. Um, very fundamental. You'd say common sense, but not common practice for everybody. But, but that common practice uh, was, the, was the differentiator in large part. Now, yes, you have to get better at those things and hone those skills, but the only way you're gonna get better at those is by doing them. Learning by your little mistakes and even your big mistakes you know, on that. So, okay, I've got like two more questions and we're going to have to wrap wrap up here, Ashley. So I guess your answers can be as long as they want, unless I go, wait, Um, just stop me. I can get wordy. I I appreciate that. You're doing great. So on, so you, you talked about these pieces. Now, lots of new coaches on the call. If you were to say, so knowing what I know now, if I were a new coach, here's what I would really specifically focus on that I found, or I believe you could get the biggest return on? Yeah, that's a a good question. Um, And it's funny because I actually just kind of created a little new coach university for my new coaches because I realized that just, they were just getting overwhelmed. You know, being a new coach is an overwhelming thing, just no matter what. (laughs) There's just a lot of information, right, to navigate you. You might want to move forward, but you don't know how to move forward. You just don't know what to do. And the one thing that I love is that there's really not any secret that me or any other top 10 coach or really successful superstar diamond or triple superstar diamond coach does that you don't already know. They are doing the same things that you do, but they're just doing it more and maybe with more intensity than you are. So same thing goes for myself. All of this stuff that I'm sharing and everything that I ever train on or share about, it's all the basics. So 
if I were to talk to my new coaches, I always tell them to start with the basics. And what I mean by that is, again, like I just talked about previously, is it starts with you. You have to just start, first of all. You have to be, you gotta be the billboard for your business. It's not a 21-day fix ad, it's not an insanity ad, it is you. You are the face of your business. So you have to choose to wake up every single day and do the things that are going to change you as a person. I don't care if you don't wanna do them, you gotta do them if you wanna move forward. So that looks like waking up every single day to get your workout in. I don't care what workout, but pick a program and do it from start to finish and follow the meal plan from start to finish so that you actually can speak from experience with your challengers when you have them join you for challenge groups. Do your personal development. This is a non-negotiable. It's the first question that I ask all my coaches when they come to me and they're struggling or they have questions. I'm like, okay, and what personal development are you reading or listening to? And they're like, oh, I mean, not really anything right now, but I was thinking about this. I'm like, okay, come back to me after you've read that or come back to me after you've listened to that because it really, it may seem like something so trivial, but it is something that has, it really has the power to change your life and it has mine completely. So doing your personal development every single day. And again, this kind of falls into the hub of basics, the basic things that you're doing. A power hour. You cannot expect your business to move forward if you don't actually put it in front of people. You need to actually invite people and add new people to your network. There are so many trainings out there on YouTube and the Beachbody Champions page all over the place in our network to teach you and show you how to just expand and how to share and how to invite and how to follow up. All of that has to go together. And with that, you can't pick and choose. And I tell my coaches this all the time. You can't just do where you invite, but then you don't follow up and then you don't, um, you only invite one day a week, you know, because as you're filling out your form or as you're tracking your, your people and tracking your power hour, all of a sudden you start to see these gaping holes of places where you're just picking and choosing the things that you want to do. If I were to do that, then I would have a major imbalance in my business but you have to focus on the, on your daily little things just, and it can be small, you know, that's those daily simple behaviors like inviting and following up and reaching out and sharing and asking people for, you know, does anyone they know want to join you? It's so, it's so simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. And if you continually do it with consistency over time, it will bring success. It's just, it just will. Um, so those are kind of some of the basic things, you know, and also with that comes being a part of the team, you know, that community aspect is so huge. That is what gives you this feeling of purpose around around your business. You know, it reminds you that this business is bigger than just you. And that's why getting to things like summit and getting to different events and super Saturdays is so important. And that's something that I, I really do stress with my new coaches because when you become a new coach, it can feel kind of lonesome. Still, you're coming into this, this team that's already, you know, created, um, and it can feel overwhelming, but as you start to do these little things and you get yourself to events and you go to these big conferences, you start realizing that the mission of this company is way bigger than just you and that you have an amazing platform with these amazing tools and resources behind you to help in so many trends all over the world and in your network and your community that you're going to be able to take a part in. The second thing that I really focus on aside from all of those, you know, like the four vital behaviors like we talk about um, is something that I have done with my coaches and I've, I've trained on this and it's, I have, I give this little image of a color wheel and I can even share it here if you guys have not seen that yet. Um, but it's a color wheel and what I have them do with it is fill in all of the little spaces with things about them. 
hobbies, maybe words that describe them, things that, you know, things that identify who they are. And the reason that I do that is one of the very first things that I do with my new coaches in their new coach university is to remind them that they are colorful. What I mean by that is that they have a story to share. They know, they have so many things that are cool about them than just now I've become a coach and now all I can post about is my workout and my shake and my food. You know, there's so much more to us than just being a beach body coach, which is an amazing, you know, trait to have, but you have a lot of other things that are cool about you that really help you to relate to your market of people. One of the biggest things I find that new coaches struggle with is just figuring out who they are, you know, figuring out what is their story to share. And so this little, this little color wheel image has been a really tangible tool for them to use and, and just figure out, you know, what is, what, who am I, you know, what do I have to share with people? And so when they struggle with posting, I ask them to share their color wheel with me and I, and I look at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much you could be sharing about, you know, you love dogs. Okay, great. You know, talk about your dog a little bit. Oh, you're a mom of, you know, five, they should be in some of your pictures, you know, just little things like that, you know, or maybe you're a decorator, you love to decorate. So share about that, you know, people love to get tips. So, you know, that really helps them figure out who, what is their story and who they are. And that helps them just get out of the gate with actually starting somewhere, which is sharing your journey and sharing your story a little bit. And then lastly, I really focus on making sure that they have their why and their mission nailed down. Their why, you know, that the one that I call a little bit more selfish, you know, the reason why they're here, why are they, why are they a coach? You know, maybe it's to get out of debt. Maybe it's to bring their husband home from work. Maybe it's like me to leave a teaching job and be able to stay home with their kids. I mean, it could be an, an array of things and it doesn't have to be you know, big or small can be whatever you want it to be. It's your why. But then I also challenge them to have a mission. You know, for me, like I just told you guys previously, my mission is to help inspire and empower women to live happy and healthy, healthy lives, but to, that are filled with belief and passion. I want them to feel the way that I have felt because of being a coach. I was suffered from huge, just anxiety and lack of self-belief and confidence. And I was incredibly introverted and just so many things that I hated about the way that I was and do, greatly due to coaching. There's been so many things that have completely changed about who I am as a person. And I found that community that really supports me and uplifts me. And my, my marriage has been totally saved. I have been saved in some of the hardest times in my life because of this community. And so I will never stop sharing that because that is my mission. I want for every woman to feel empowered to just do something that they never thought that they could do. So I really challenge my coaches to remember that it's really easy to quit on yourself and be hard on yourself when it gets too much or when you feel overwhelmed, but when you remember that this is the experience you've had and you're sharing it so that you can help these people, that is powerful and that will keep you showing up. That will keep you humble. Well, so, so, I don't know if that helps. <laughs> no, it helps. It helps a lot. We're going to have to, we're going to have to wrap here. Pretty okay. Quickly, but, um, there was, there literally was a mic drop moment here a minute ago that I, that I, I wrote down and I thought this is you could end the call right here on this thought. You said something like this, this you, you said it better, but it was like, you can choose success, but you, but you can't choose the elements of success. You've got a meaning. There are certain things that you can't choose not to do. If you're going to be successful, you just can't attract and connect without inviting people to something. You've got to, you've got to fill out that process. You just can't throw things out there and expect it to happen. There is a process that you've got to engage in and you've got to do consistently if you want to be successful. So you can't choose not to do those things if you want to choose success. That's a real 
fancy way of pushing all that stuff around, but it was good. All right, um, Ashley, are you there? I've got a frozen Ashley on my, on my side. Uh, so Sandy, I don't know if you can jump back on, if we can unfreeze her, if we've lost everybody. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. She is a little frozen. We'll try to get her back in just shortly, but, um, okay, well, let's, wow. let's, yeah, let's, let's do this. Um, she, she really, I think did capture the essence of, of, you know, of coaching. And I know she wanted to talk just a little bit about joy, but I think as you listen to her and you see her, for those that are watching this, you get a sense of, of, of how powerful she is and how she shares with her coaches. And, um, and it looks like she might be back. I don't know what happened. All of a sudden I just froze. I don't know, but I just, I loved it because I thought you were just listening intently. You weren't even blinking or saying, who gets that? I My name usually nods off when I talk. <laughs> but listen, we are we are we are out of time. But I'm going to give you literally. You can only take thirty seconds on this. Okay. Okay. Joy and and the Beach Body community. Thirty Say seconds. That. What's your question? Say that joy. again. I know you wanted to talk just a little bit about joy. Oh yeah. Thirty I mean, seconds. Okay. It really just goes back to remembering what coaching has done for you. That's the biggest thing for me when I have struggled so much. I have constantly remembered that for some reason throughout all of life's struggles and all the things that we've been through, there has been little pockets of joy. That's my term. I always use little pockets of joy here and there that have constantly reminded me why I need to continue showing up, whether it's that coach message or that transformation or that change from, you know, so-and-so or that woman on social media who says, thank you for saying that. You know, I'm not alone. I feel like I'm not alone. Those have been the little things that have really brought a lot of joy into my life and remind me why I'm here and why I will continue showing up every single day. Well, that's, that's, Fantastic. And it's a great capstone to everything that you, uh, that you just said. So Ashley, thank you so much for being on the thank call. Thank you. For sharing your passion, a little glimpse into some of the challenges, but also some of the insights of what you've done consistently to overcome those pieces, because everyone's going to deal with those. Ain't no one going to escape that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's a little phrase I like that says it's not about the it's not about the steep hill in front of you. It's about the life in front of you. And, um, you know, we'll, we're all going to have those steep hills, but it's the life that we're creating. And, and you know, the hill's not going to get smaller. We got to we got to climb that hill. And typically I found that climbing that hill, it's one it is one step at a time. It's figuring out the most effective, efficient things to help me get up that hill. And in a business. It is what you talked about from, you know, continuing to be real, continuing to, to attract, connect, invite people, but have something to invite them to, to their free groups, to your challenge groups, um, to your uh, sneak peeks where you're, where you're sharing the business opportunity with people. Those are just, those are just pieces of the backbone um, of this business. And uh, you've done a great job of, of sharing that uh, with everybody. So thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm happy to share. Thanks for having me. You bet. Our pleasure. Well, coaches, uh, an absolutely great call. Um, we are, we are over time, but look, um, you've got everything you need as Ashley said, if you want to have the insights, the tools, um, there is the champions page, which if you're not a member of, there's great training there. Last week was on power hours. This week, we're going to be talking about overcoming objections. Carl's group, the one by three by five group, Come on now. This is a group that is going to be the best of the best sharing and insights and tactics 
as to just how to get better at growing your business, how to become more successful. So make sure that you're part of that. She talked a little bit about following up. Brendan Bouchard, in his interview with Carl Grave, gave some incredible tips on on what that looks like and what following up means and what it should look like. I'm not going to tell you what it is because maybe that'll be the tease to get there. But coaches, um, thank you for jumping on this call. Um, thank you for doing what you do. Make this a great week. This is a wake-up call to say, I can do better. I can stretch out a little bit more uh, and make a bigger difference. And that's what we do every single day. So thanks, coaches. Have a great week.